Welcome to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. This is number 10, everyone. That's right. We are 10 episodes in, and I am... Uh, One for each inch of my girthy manhood. All right, Mr. President. I am... Uh, Limp. I'm your tech stuff guy, uh, Jay Nog, once again, um, 10th episode, and we are here with uh, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you this Rod, week? Rod, it's good to see you. I think I have a good feeling about this. What I, you know, We've had kind of a checkered history so far. I think I've been very nice to be very consistent doing the podcast because it's very busy with a lot of things. But you, had a, you had a packed week this week. Very packed, very important stuff, but I think... It's important that I finally find a rhythm with a tech stuff guy because these guys keep coming in and going and leaving and whatever. And now, now we got uh, you know other other things. Can you check your phone, please? Yeah, you know, that's it. a bad start, tech I, stuff I'm, guy. I'm sorry. The phone going off is already kind of maybe you're not the one. Okay, maybe you don't get a rose in this podcast bachelor game. But um, Rod, I think you've got. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think I'm just going to ignore and just just I'm last week well, I, I guess ex- two. I accepted you know, ignore the president on I, the president's podcast. I know. I'm just going to accept that uh Rod, I'm do we have stuff to talk to, about? Do you yes. want to I mean, you know, Well, geez. you've had a very busy week, Mr. Very president. Very busy, a lot of good things, a lot of not so good things, but yeah, I think they're all going to end um, up pretty good. I'm going to try to keep emotions out of this episode, but the immigration policy, you want to build this wall. Got to be tough. We don't know how we're going to build the wall yet. Well, you we're think- going to build it with materials and with Mexican money. Well, that's to be seen. But um, what I want to talk to you about is... Coco made $800 million, and you're telling me the Mexicans can't come up with some border wall money? Please. But you know that's... I think it's a Pixar movie. Well, you know, maybe they call it El Pixar. I don't know. We got to look into it. We got to have people look into it. Okay. Get people to look into it. But I don't understand. You know, the, the boy's name isn't even Coco. They put the boy on the poster. Baron told me this, by the way. Not a lot of people know this. But I once... I, I don't know. You even spoke to him. No, rarely. Very. But some on the issues of Mexico, I said, who's seen Coco? So he is now my top advisor on Mexican relations. He saw Coco. That's not even the name of the kid on the poster. He's Miguel. Okay, Coco's some old lady in the movie. Hmm. So it's, you know, very, very sneaky. Okay, it's, it shouldn't surprise people, but very sneaky of, uh, of the Mexicans to do that. Well, getting to, to the Mexicans, um, I know you don't like them coming over the border. We've got a, you know what, a country without borders is like doctors without borders. We got to have them. Okay. Um, but how do you feel... This has you've gotten a lot of bad press about separating these well, children. Well, fake news. I don't know if you've watched Fox News, you'll see that I've gotten you know kind of more fair treatment from them. You have children, Mr. President. Who? How would you feel? I mean, your most of your children are full-grown adults now, except Baron. But how would you feel if they just took Who? Baron? Baron, your son. He's a boy. He well, he's a son. He's a boy. Very helpful. He Rod. he was where he he helped you out with um wearing the t-shirt for um if he was wearing the Black Panther t-shirt for oh that means we're in trouble when he when he wears the Black Panther shirt it means we're in trouble right when he wears the expert shirt it means we're a okay exactly oh that guy yeah that he's, I call him my Dirk Nowitzki because he's like seven foot two 
Okay, I didn't know I had Very to. tall, very tall kid. Well, that's your son. Now, how would you feel? Well, that's what some people think. Okay, well, how would you feel if your alleged son was just taken from you? Well, I mean, to be honest, Melania like does kind of take them for a while, but I think it's okay. I think, as I've said in my parenting, as I've explained to you no, earlier, I know your parenting skills. not well. It wasn't you; it was some other guy. It was like a guy named Jay. I think was one of the first tech stuff guy people we had. Yeah, I told him, and he couldn't hack it. He was very upset about the parenting advice I was giving him. But I told him, you don't want to be around your kids for too much because they need to realize that you're doing important things. They need to look up to you. They need to realize that they're not the center of the world. You said you should not raise your children. That's what you told me. Well, somebody should raise, you know, I'm not saying to be like wolves and out in the woods, but somebody's got to raise them. But the father, it's important that they see that he's a success, almost a symbol to aspire to, which is what I've given all my kids. That's why they work with me when they're adults, because they're like, I want to be like him. So you don't have any feelings about all these Mexican families just being torn apart. You don't think that has a bad um, impact on the children? Like 20 years from now, 15 years from now, we have a, uh, a rise in crime. You don't think it's these children who have been scarred by being pulled from their families and being put in these cages and with other strange children who they don't know? You don't think that has an impact on them whatsoever? Well, it's going to have an impact in... Mexico and El Salvador and Nicaragua so they can worry about it because they're not getting in here. You don't think they're, they're never going to come into this country? Well, not if they're coming in illegally. We've got to do, we've got to be tough. Just like Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, my very annoying twerpy attorney general who really shouldn't have recused himself on the Russia matter, but he's very tough, very tough on immigration and I like that. Along with his very scary friend, Stephen Miller. But then I even read that separate... Looks like a balding Coach K, but he's only 32 years old. <laughs> he does. He literally, I think he's Coach K's illegitimate son. Well, that's for another episode. How do you look older than Coach K and you're 40 years younger? I, I don't but know. they both went to Duke. They're both blue devils. So Jeff Sessions is kind of scared of them because, you know, devils and stuff. <laughs> well, I read, though, that separating the kids from their parents isn't even a law and you're and you're still doing this i well, don't that understand depends. if you talk to the offspring okay very popular song they wanted to keep them separated but the i, I think, did not know you knew that song was present well you know what i was partying a lot i mean not drinking and doing drugs but just basically you know having my way with foreign hookers i didn't know you were in the, the alternative 90s. rock world well, they I were know big they were big hip-hop you know, I remember Don Jr. wanted to have like a, a party or something, and then he, you know, he asked me if he could get this band, The Offspring, to do the party, and I said, uh, "Well, is Ivanka going to be at the party?" And he said, "Yes, of course, my sister." And I said, "Well, if she dresses right, if she's looking good, I think I can arrange for The Offspring, because somebody's going to get sprung, as the kids would say, as my good friend Kanye yes. taught me." Yes, I know. He's you my, and Kanye are very my, tight. Uh, my envoy to the African American community. He's your African American. We all know that. So you have you have no thoughts. Um, about I have a that. lot of was, thoughts. Some of the best thoughts. But it's not a law to separate the parents from their children. It's and, a matter of enforcement, and the Democrats gave us. This law that allows me to do this, that allows, and we've got to do it because they're not taking care of the border. So we're using very strict measures, okay? And if they want to change it, and I hope they change it, but they've got to pass a law, and we need that law to have tough, 
border security measures. But shouldn't just human instinct come in with this where you have children of your own? I, I, Who? I, I, exactly. But everyone, you should be able to empathize with parents if their children are just taken from them. It can't be healthy from the parent. It can't be healthy for the child. And it's not a law. So I don't understand why you would do something so harsh. And when even when they tried to to question Big Huck about it. She had your back on that. She was just well, of saying... Of course, Big Huck had my back. She's the best. And, and she she's a mother, and she wouldn't even, you know, show any kind of empathy. There not has only to be a is she area. a mother, not only is she a mother, she's also the front woman for Danzig. <laughs> and they had a big hit called Mother. <laughs> look, at, look it up on Google, people, okay? <laughs> to my millions of listeners, look it up on Google. Look up Glenn Danzig, good guy. And then look up Sarah Huckabee Sanders, also a good guy. Let's just go to the next topic. Um, well, you know what? The parents are to blame, if we're being totally honest. Okay. You know, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't bring my kids anywhere until they're adults. But you bring your kids across a border illegally and then are shocked that bad things happen. Stay in your own country. I can't be any clearer unless you're going to come in the right way. I just think there could have been a better way of dealing with it besides separating children as young as three or five months old from their parents. I just think that's crazy and heartless. Well, but to be honest, Mexicans are already like half fully grown by the time they're very short people. So by the time they're like six months old, they're already like half their size of the adult Mexicans. No, they're They're not. They're very little people. They are little, but they're not. Very little. Okay. Tiny people. Let's agree to disagree. Ann Coulter. What do you think of Ann Coulter? Great patriot. Okay. She's great. She's calling these children who have been separated from their parents, she's calling them child actors. Well, you know what? After seeing Coco, I wouldn't be surprised. Mr. President, can you actually just... You don't, you don't think that is slightly amusing or the most crazy way of thinking well, at all? Do I agree with her? I don't know. I'm not saying she's right, but could these kids be actors? Could they be sent? You know, three, four, four, excuse me, four of the last five best director Oscars have gone to Mexican directors. Not a lot of people know that. Guillermo del Toro. Right. Alexander Inarritu and uh, Alfonso Cuaron. But those are directors, not actors. But these, this is what they're doing. They're sending. That's the one place where they are sending their best. They're sending their best Mexican directors to teach Mexican kids how to be good actors to fool us. But guess what? We're not going to be fooled. We're like the who. Can't get fooled again. But you and your quotes. I, I Don't you think she would need a little bit of proof to go on national TV and make a statement. She's like dating that. Jimmy J.J. Walker. She's not a racist. No, not at all. Dynamite. Are they really dating? Well, that was the rumor. That is. She the- likes that dusty 70s chocolate. <laughs> that is the weirdest Like an couple. expired 72% cacao bar. He must just hate fucker all the time. Jesus Christ. I mean, that is. You just ruined my evening, Mr. Between President. his old ashiness and her boniness, they must start forest fires. <laughs> oh, God. Just two terrible people. Um, 
Let's just move on. Ann Coulter to Jeff Sessions. Well, Your Ann boy, Coulter's a good person. She's a good guy. <laughs> Ann Coulter's a good guy. But Jeff Sessions, do you know his, his church? He's a very he's a big church-going man, and his Methodist church wants to uh, remove him and kick him out for child abuse based on the whole immigration policy. Well, the Methodists, of course, they're known for doing meth, so we don't really need to listen to them. I don't think that has well to it's do a with big that. problem obviously we're most concerned with the opioid crisis but there's a lot of people doing meth in fact they formed a church about it you know the methodists not a lot of people know that that's what they do I jeff sessions has been mostly a failure okay we can be we can be honest about that i've been very disappointed in him he appointed that rod rosenstein uh-oh if you know what I mean, that Rosenstein, I think you know what I'm, I'm not talking about a beer glass. No, is the kind of person where if you flip well, the coin? Well, he's, you know, he's a real Kushner, okay? <laughs> I know. It, Rod Rosenstein. Are you talking about if you flip the coin? Well, people know by now they should know my phrase, okay, my about about the, about the Kushners, tribe, about, about Kushners, Kushners yeah. you know, you flip a coin, some are good, some will be bad. But every single one of them is going to try and grab that coin. I know. And I know that saying. It's Jeff Sessions has been mostly a disaster, a real big-eared, tiny, slow-talking midget of a disaster. Recusing himself from Russia really put the country at risk. But, and here's where I got to give him a compliment because this is what impressed me about him first. Okay. Very tough on immigrants, okay? With a name like Jefferson Beauregard Sessions you know he's going to be tough on immigrants. And then he had his, his buddy, Coach K's illegitimate son, Stephen Miller, helping him out. So that's a real one-two punch. You don't think he's going to cave? You don't think religion is going to be more important than politics to him? Well, I think everybody, you know, you can interpret your religion uh, in different ways. You know, he quoted Romans. Uh, Mike Pence prefers to quote the Greeks, if you know what I mean. The backdoor treatment he likes. <laughs> You know, so big gay Mike Pence, for anybody who doesn't know his nickname, I like to give the nicknames. We are... He's been very silent in this whole immigration situation. Well, you know, he is, he's very, because he's a very strong Christian man, very strong, really loves God, loves the Bible, um, but he's conflicted because he's very gay and... He's trying to be a very good vice president to me, and he thinks that sometimes I'm a little too tough and not forgiving enough. But you got to be tough. You got to be tough in this job. You really do. You do. You are the, the leader of the free world, so you have to be tough. But I think you should also maybe show a, a softer side sometimes. Well, you that's know. That's just my opinion. That's, people don't respect soft, Okay. They don't respect it. We're dealing with unbelievably tough people out there. Mm -hmm. You got to be tough. You got to be strong. Any news in North Korea? I mean, we, I know we visited that last week. I just wanted to, any updates? Well, my buddy Gangnam Style is doing well. Um, he is, uh, we're going to have, we're going to have some more talks. Um, but we, we, we really, we really made great progress there. But he knows that right now we're, de we're dealing with the immigration thing here. So it's very important. But we're, the relationship with North Korea could not be better. I heard Dennis Rodman on uh, the Howard Stern show this past week, and he was talking about going to North Korea. Um, I saw you tweeted about Dennis. You're not the biggest fan of Dennis Rodman. Is that true? Dennis Rodman, I respect him. He was on The Apprentice. He was on The Apprentice. Great you fired show. him. 
well, you know, it's all fun and games as part of The Apprentice. Uh, Dennis can be a little confused sometimes about what his role is and how, but he, but you got to give him credit. He spoke positively. He's sober. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I think he sounded more normal when he was drunk, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> He's been sober since January, he says. Well, he sounds kind of like he needs a drink, if we can be totally honest. Um, Let's be honest. But, you know, I think he deserves credit. He was open. He, 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 he went and played basketball over there. He, he made it seem okay. He told me that he, I could get along with Kim Jong-un, Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. And... So I think he was right. I think he wants maybe kind of a piece of the Nobel Peace Prize. And it, it, that would be like me asking, can I have one of your NBA championship rings? It's like, I've done a lot of great things, but I didn't earn that. Well, he he did say this. He said he doesn't want any piece of the Nobel Peace Prize. He said, give that to the president. The only thing he wanted was for... Well, so thank you. <laughs> I've been working on my Dennis yeah, that was That was good. Impression. That was good. He, Mr. President. He wants to be acknowledged by you in public and for you to shake his hand. And that's all he wants. He doesn't want money. He doesn't want a prize. He just wants to be acknowledged by you, Mr. President, that he helped um, start this progress uh, with. Well, here's what I could do. Here's what I think we can all agree that could be done. When Kim Jong comes here, and I think eventually he will, we'll move the relationship along, and I think he'll be able to show up in Washington, maybe for a dinner. Definitely going to have Dennis Rodman there. You know, very important as a thank you. And also, I'm sure Kim Jong would want to see his, you know, his African-American. That's true. You know, Kanye is my African-American, but, you know, Kim Jong calls Dennis his African-American. So I think it would be very good for us each to have our African-Americans there. Um, you know, sitting close to us, not too close, but, you know, sitting close to us. And uh, I think it would be a very a very good thing uh, for that to happen. I don't know if I asked you this week, what do you think of, uh, you call him Gangnam Style, his haircut? What do you think of the haircut? Well, it's not a good haircut. I mean, we can joke about it. He jokes about my hair, which is really, to be honest, quite good. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 72. You know, Kim Jong is 34. Like, you know, you're too young to have a terrible haircut. Yeah, I mean, he, he, has, he he's not married, is he? He's not married. I believe he is. Uh, well, you know, it's stuff to tell with us powerful men sometimes, you know. <laughs> Let's not even dive into that on this episode. <laughs> so Jeff Sessions, we covered that. More importantly, um, I've read and also seen on the news and read articles that some Republicans are kind of turning on you for this. Um, the only Republican that's turning on me is Mike Pence. Because he wants me to hit it from the back, and I won't. Really? Because <laughs> I don't get down like that big gay Mike. But everybody else, you know, some of the guys who are retiring because they're cowards and they know they can't win re-election, they're, they're speaking out very tough against Donald Trump. But most of these guys, they're, you know, they're hoping for a middle ground and hoping to get re-elected, and we're going to get them re-elected. But the truth is... I'm not a, none of these people are really standing up to me. They're very, the ones who talk back to me, they're, they're usually very weak and most of them are people who are quitting. So it doesn't make you nervous at all? Doesn't, uh... I don't get nervous, Rod. I do not get nervous. Okay. So it doesn't make you nervous. Uh, so there's no effect on you whatsoever. It's, it's distracting. 
I need them to let me lead and let me be president and get on board. With so the they're a little like agenda. thorn in your side. That's about it. Barely. Okay. Well, did not know it had no effect on you. I just have a question for you, Mr. President. Oh, they're going to catch these Twitter hands. I don't want to. I don't want you to think they're not going to get theirs. But it, you know, that's just so everybody knows not to mess. Have you ever been wrong, Mr. President? Well, you know, I think not pulling out of Marla Maples could be considered something of a mistake. Okay. Because it literally led to the least favorite of my three kids. The uh, Is that Eric? No, that's... Who's Eric? Okay. <laughs> Tiffany, I think people tell me her name's Tiffany. I think she's going to law school or something, which is good because with a face like that, she's not going to be doing any modeling like Ivanka, who is a real delicious piece of white chocolate. She is creamy, she is rich, and she's full of a nice, soft, chewy center. The thing is about being wrong... That is just terrible. The thing is about being wrong, you know, so like I said, not pulling out of Marla Maple is probably a mistake. I mean, it felt good, but, you know, not a good choice, if I'm being totally honest. Okay. But as far as mistakes, I think I've been extremely successful with women, with business, with politics. Um, so I don't know that there's ever been any kind of times I've been wrong. I think there, there are ways I could have been more right. You okay. Know, but not, you know, I'm, I can't even think of a time where I, you know, sort of could say I was wrong. So you've only been extremely right and a little bit right, but you've never been wrong. You know, there have been some 50-50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Marla Maples, very young, attractive actress at the time. And, you know, I trusted her. I I believed that... Uh, In her birth control? Well, you know, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, and it turns out... Uh, Maybe she was on birth control, but I'm just that potent. Oh, there you go. I think that's actually what happened is that I don't even feel wrong about that. I think the problem is, you know, God made me so virile that it's like there's you no can't birth stop control me. strong enough to stop. My the sperm president. was more right than me. I get it. Okay. So I was right, but the sperm was even more right. And then we had that 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 little woman that's in Law so she somewhere. was wrong. You weren't even wrong in the situation. Well, not at all. Now okay. that I've thought about it, totally. But ju- that, that goes me. to show you, a lot of people think I don't think issues out. But I thought it out. I gave them a chance to maybe I was wrong there, but it turns out, you know, once turns we heard out all, she was wrong. Once we were... heard all the facts, I was actually quite correct. Yeah, uh, that that makes total sense. Um, how do you feel about uh, the withdrawing from the UN Human Rights Council? A the UN is very weak. It's a very weak organization. And by the way, if you look, but they fight for rights for everyone in the world. Yeah, well, they and do. You're pulling out of. They it. don't fight for the right to party like my good friends, the Beastie Boys, and other '80s icon like myself. I think. I the, like the Beastie Boys. Please tell me you don't. Well, they were. You know, they had some good songs. Like I said, you know. Ivanka, Don Jr., they liked the Beastie Boys. Okay. So I had to hear them sometimes. You know, I by, understand. Like I'd be walking by trying to just, you know, go out for the evening with, with, with uh, you know, a lady friend, and then I'd hear their music coming through the walls, and I'd be like, oh. You're just humming Brass Monkey to yourself? Is that what uh, it is? you know, sometimes. Okay. And uh, I think they, by the way, were uh, they were some Kushners. 
They, Not they a are. lot of people know that because they were doing the blacks music, but it turns out they were also members of the Kushner tribe. No, everyone knows they're Kushners because that's what made them. Well, not a lot of people actually know that because they were doing the blacks music. Okay. So, you know, kind of to hide, I think. They were like, which should we be? Should we be African Americans or should we be uh, Kushners? And either way, we're kind of screwed. I don't well, think they were hiding. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of people think they were maybe hiding. Okay. Um, not Anne Frank hiding. I'm not talking I, about that. I knew that. you were going to go not, there, but well, yes. I'm not, not that kind of hiding, mm-hmm. but, you know, kind of hiding in plain sight. Uh, I think the UN was very, speaking of Kushners, they were very disrespectful to our best friend, Israel, our very best friend. And in Israel. What's his nickname again? Which one? The leader of Israel. Bibi? Yes, Bibi. Tough, very tough. <laughs> Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, Yahoo.com. Good website, good guy. The, they were very upset. I kept my campaign promise. We moved that embassy from Tel Aviv, which sounds Jerusalem. like an electronics company. Right. To Jerusalem, which sounds like a capital city. We moved it there, and then they got very upset. And the UN passed some kind of, I don't pay much attention to them, but some kind of condem, condom, condoms, condoms nation. But you don't think that this shows Americans that you don't care for any human rights, considering that you... We have some of the best human rights. But you don't acknowledge the LGBTQ community. You didn't acknowledge... How many times do I have to talk about my vice president? I know, but you don't acknowledge them like I within your administration. I have a gay vice president. I know How that. Mu- do you want me to give up the office and make him president? Is that good enough for the LGBTQZTY, TCYB community? But you don't acknowledge... You didn't acknowledge Gay Pride Month. I mean, you, you just Isn't don't... is it still Gay Pride Month? For all of June, yes. Well, you know what? June sounds like a Kushner month. But the, the thing about... Just like July sounds like a Kushner month as well. A lot of a lot of Junes and Julys, but Julys. I mean, to be honest, some of these some of these Jews do lie. The but not my good friend Tough Bibi, Bibi Netanyahu. Anyway, we were talking about gay pride. Those months have nothing to do with Jews, but keep going. Well, Mr. you know, June. <laughs> okay. Okay. June. Three quarters of the word is Jew. <laughs> yeah, but July. Then- it's not even spelled. July, how is that not an anti-Semitic month? July, the whole month is Jews lying? Gosh. Well, I'm asking the questions, and people are very afraid because of PC. They don't want to ask, but it's right there in the language. I'm very good with words. I'm just happen to be breaking them down, I guess, better than you can. But the thing is, gay pride, why do they need me to? They seem to be ver- doing a very good job of acknowledging themselves and putting it out there. Okay, I don't know why they need me to like state the obvious. I, I am I a gay that. vice president. No one has ever had a gay vice president. So I'm pretty much doing the most for the LGBTQ TCBY community. But also, Mr. President, you're the, really the only person who has outed your vice president. Everyone else um, may assume, but you just come out in the public and say he's gay. He's never said he's gay. and maybe- Well, then I'm helping him along. I'm giving him pride. No, because I think all gay people would say that's throwing him out of the closet. And if he's not ready to come out of the closet, that's not right what you're doing. Oh, okay. Now all of a sudden they, that now they, they care about that. They, you know, so which is, you know, I'm trying to help him on his pride journey, make everybody aware of his gayness. 
because it's Gay Pride Awareness Month, and all of a sudden, I can't do that. No, you can do that, but what I'm saying... And I did do it. Okay. (laughs) What I'm saying is that dropping out of uh, the UN Human Rights Council, what kind of message do you think that gives to Americans? It sends... Well, it tells Americans that uh, we will go America first, and we will go America alone if need be. I don't want that to be, but we are strong, we are tough, and we are letting the world know where we stand, that we will not be bullied into disrespecting our good friends, our best friends, Israel, just because some of these countries get upset. You do think pulling out was a little hasty? Maybe you could have had well, a conversation. Well, you know what? Marla Maples can be very convincing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Going back to Marla Maples. Well, you, what were you talking about? Okay. Um, well, the UN is a very weak organization. And by the way, my Trump Tower on First Avenue is actually taller than the UN. It makes for, it's very, it's a, it makes for a great photo. You just see my big black tower looming over that weak UN. <laughs> Mr. President, uh, you you seem to make me speechless every week, which is fantastic. Well, I'm glad you've been listening to the podcast yeah, because I, it's, good, I know it's good for you to be here now. I haven't been here. Okay. Uh, a last topic of uh, the night um, is... And I know what this topic is. I'm pretty sure. What do you think it is? Well, I think it's about... Uh, we're about to become even more patriotic as a nation because if you thought five branches of the military was good. Yeah, you're a space force. And every time... Do you think you're a hand Solo? Every time Colin Kaepernick kneels, he disrespects our space force. Every time he kneels? Well, he's not even on the field, so it's I don't know how much he'll be kneeling. disrespectful to our space force. We don't even have a space force yet. It is disrespectful. But it... The Space Force hasn't even been... Well, it's been announced. So the idea has been disrespected. It absolutely... Every time those football sons of bitches get down on one knee, they are disrespecting our beautiful flag and our excellent Space Force. Can I ask you a few questions about the Space Force? I'm very curious. Ask away, please. It's going to be a big, beautiful Space Force. The Space Force... A lot of force. Do you plan on having people living in space? Well, you got to live in space if you're part of the Space Force. So everyone in the Space Force has to live in space. Well, I mean, they can come back to Earth, obviously, to, you know, know, say hello to family and, you know. That's it. Have parades and be honored at sporting events. Okay. The Space Force, is it to uh, explore the universe or is it to protect Earth from aliens? It's, we're going to have many missions, a lot of missions for the Space Force. It's about, basically, it's about stopping China from trying to take over space. It's also about stopping asteroids. I don't want to have Bruce Willis and his drilling team doing it. Okay. And then we're going to have, you know, we're going to be after, you know, if you think we're tough on the border, you wait until aliens from another planet try to come here. They will, they will not know what hit them. Are we going to get newer technology? A lot of new technology. Like laser guns? Tremendous technology. Some of the best technology. Are you going to go up to space and, um, I don't know, join, this, join the, well, I have the bone space spurs. force? I have bone spurs. So, so you're I'm not going to join the space yeah, force at all? It's not really appropriate at my age. As I mean, you know, 
to be honest. I'm but don't you have to watch the training, make sure everything is well, going? Well, they're going to train on, the first train on Earth. We can do these trainings on Earth. Well, not all of it. Some of it has to be in space. We can simulate basically all of it on Earth, and then we just send them up to do their job. That doesn't sound right. Well, what do you think the astronauts did? Did they walk on the moon 10 times before walking on the moon the first time? No, but you want exactly. You want a space force. You want these people. Well, they're going to go to space. I want a military. It doesn't mean they start killing Americans before going to the Middle East and killing a bunch of brown people. No, but I think you'd have to train in space to be a space force. We can simulate this guy. It's unbelievable. I don't know. You if can he's simulate anti gravity. You can do all the training on Earth. Okay, but you're not going to do any of it. I'm going to observe it. Right, but not take part in any of it. Bone spurs. That's right. I Bones forgot. and seventy-two. As much as I'm probably the most fit seventy-two-year-old maybe ever, it's you know it's not really it's it's not for me. Do you have anyone in mind who would be the leader of the Space Force? The leader of the Space Force. Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he could be a very effective uh, Space Force guy. How about the star Guardians of the Galaxy? He can be good. Well, have you seen Infinity War? No. Well, he's he's a real cuck. I'll leave it at that. I like to use some of those terms that my uh, my alt right people like. I did not know the president threw out the word cuck, well, but he's, he's very weak. He's very weak. No, I'm thinking. Obviously, Harrison Ford is also in his 70s, so he could be be a mentor. Uh, I think this kid from the movie Solo could maybe be part of it because I don't think he's got much of an acting career after that big bomb got dropped. Any people with military experience? Well, you know, we've got a lot of good people, a lot of uh, a lot of tough guys, a lot of and even uh, you know, to be honest, a couple of tough women that could maybe do a good job, maybe GI Jane. But uh, I think there's a dog going crazy here. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry. Is this your dog? Yes. I'm well, sorry. If you could maybe you know not have that happen because it's very disrespectful. Well, next week I will I will lock up the dog. I, I appreciate just... that. Okay. So. We're going to bring in a lot of tough military people. I think you've seen how popular I am with the military. Yeah. And I think a lot of these guys are going to want the up. Because if you imagine how much puss a firefighter gets, or even like a fat cop. Right. Captain of the Space Force. Captain of the Space Force. It's like Marines, they're pussies. I go fight aliens in space. Now get on this bone. Right. They'll be drowning in puss. I, I hear you. In puss, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> well, now we have the name of the podcast, um, Mr. President. Um, thank you for joining us this week for the 10th week in a row. I really appreciate it. Well, um, it's good to see you. I think we'll see how this goes. We'll see what the feedback is if we have you back, uh, Rod. And I, I wish you luck with uh, the immigration policy and dealing well, with luck. Jeff it's Sessions. The, it's the right policy. Okay. Let's just hope Coco and Miguel are, uh, you know, do okay. Well, I guess you don't need luck because you're just doing a fantastic job. So Unbelievable. just just keep up the great work. I appreciate. You know, that's the kind of attitude that'll get you invited back for a second week. No problem, Mr. President. It's been swell hanging out with you this week. Uh, my name is Jnog, the tech stuff guy. Uh, you can check out everything on Jnog.com at Jnog social media, Instagram, Twitter. 
And um, guys, listeners been picking up. Really appreciate everyone listening and loving the podcast and all the comments and the keep reading on, well, on do- iTunes. They're not doing it because you go on long rants at the end of the episode. I'm, this is promotion, Mr. President. I'm promoting you and the podcast so we get more listeners and you can It sounds reach like more you're Americans. doing kind of a Chris Christie thing where you're trying to get some of the spotlight for you. And you know what happened to him? We sent his fat ass packing. Mr. President, I, I did plug a couple of things for me, but then I started plugging the podcast and telling everyone that I appreciate everybody listening to us and you know this is a very this tone it's a very aggressive tone it's not a very definite well I'm done with the plug you messed up the whole plug Mr. President so guys we'll see you next week and there'll be a, a better outro next week if I'm not interrupted have a great week and the voice of Donald J President to be honest President Donald J Trump was done by JL Covan. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, please check out jlcomedy.com for my upcoming dates. Uh, you can get Fireside Craps, my Trump album, at my website. And uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and give it five stars.